Welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome to today's show. It's so wonderful to have you tuning in here with me. I have recently been away and it's just so good to have a little holiday and family break where we got to explore another part of New Zealand and have some fresh inspiration, some new landscapes to explore. And I've come home feeling really topped up. I've got lots of things that I really want to share with you. So before we dive into this podcast today, I just wanted to remind you that in May, I'm going to be launching Living With Purpose again, and I've had a bit of a hiatus on Living With Purpose, so it's really, really special to be opening the doors again. It was nearly a year ago that I took my last program through, and it's been a little bit of a space between because I've been doing my internal family system practitioner training, and I've also launched a Purpose to Profit program, which is a six-month program. So I've had plenty of things going on, but I am so delighted to return to my true signature program, my favorite program of all time, Living With Purpose, which is a 10-week journey where I take women who are feeling like they are ready to pivot into something else. They might be feeling a little bit stuck or like they've lost their spark or maybe confused or not sure about what that next crossroads is in life and helping them to really get clear on what their purpose is, who they are, what's holding them back and how to step into that life of deeper fulfillment and meaning. So if that sounds like you, make sure you head into the show notes and get yourself onto the wait list because I only take a select number of people each time. It is a really powerful group and I would love to have you in there. So today I am really excited to share with you on the topic of how we protect our energy, but yeah, not only that, really what it means to be an empath, which is when we feel things deeply. And this is, this is a really uh, topical thing for me because recently I've kind of discovered that my own daughter is, is quite the empath. And it's a great topic for any of us who feel affected by other people's energy. And I wanted to call this blog, The Sun Is Inside You. And I'll share more about why that is and and kind of the meaning behind that. But I also truly believe that with empaths, those people who feel things so deeply, they feel emotions and energies like they're, they're feeling their own feelings. And I think that there is like a great light inside these sensitive beings and it's almost like their light is shining so brightly inside that they can feel everything any shadow any disturbance and energies they feel it so so deeply and I'm going to tell you about where this the sun part comes it's coming soon so Recently, we have been, as a family, we go on an annual pilgrimage to the New Zealand Spirit Festival. 
And if you haven't heard of this, it's a multi-day festival with hundreds of workshops of all kinds and there's dancing and yoga and there's plenty of cacao <laughs> to be drunk. If you were looking for my husband, any time in the festival, he was in that cacao tent drinking cacao. <laughs> I think it's kind of right up there with his coffee habit now. So we, we've been before and it's usually a really uplifting experience. And for some reason this year, my youngest daughter, she really struggled with the whole experience. So a few times she spontaneously burst into tears and there were a few times where she said she could just feel everybody's energy. She felt like it was quite overwhelming when we were in these big groups and she just wanted to go back to our camp and, and hang out with our, our group of friends. And it just really felt like too much for her. And I don't know if you can relate to this, if you're ever in those kind of spaces with a lot of people and a lot of energy, that it can sometimes bring up these, these feelings that feel a bit, bit too much. So it was really during this festival that I realized the extent to which she is an empath. She is very sensitive. She feels things, particularly other people's energy or emotions. She feels them deeply. And for the first time, I realized that being around a lot of people felt like a lot for her in that particular situation. Other times it maybe didn't, but there was a lot going on. Being an empath is often described as being an emotional sponge. So if you imagine you kind of go out there with a nice clean sponge but you soak up everything in your field and you take it on board so that when you kind of returning back to where you were you feel like you're full of everybody else's stuff so when we're a highly empathetic person you can actually physically and emotionally feel what others are feeling or expressing and it might be difficult for you to create a boundary between what is your own feeling and what is someone else's feeling? So there's a lot to carry if you imagine all of those big feelings out in the world right now. So for my daughter, she's quite often sensitive to loud noises. And that's a common thing that happens for people who are empaths and are highly sensitive. For her, she will cover over her ears. Even if we put the, the blender or the Nutribullet on or the lawnmower, she'll often find it very, very loud. So empaths are sensitive to sensory things like sound and touch and they're also sensitive to big personalities big emotions definitely sensitive to conflict and stressful or busy environments so even just tuning in for yourself and checking do I sometimes feel like that am I sensitive to those things so when my daughter was having a moment at the festival I just wanted to share this little story with you a little girl of a similar age came up to her possibly it was when my daughter was tearful maybe this little girl was a fellow empath she just noticed that my daughter was upset and she walked up to her with this hat full of these little handwritten notes that this girl had written and my daughter instinctively put her hand into the hat and pulled out a note and it said the sun is inside you it literally just melted my heart in that moment. It couldn't have been a more perfect note for her to read in that moment. And that little girl just smiled and disappeared. And it was just this, this beautiful little synchronistic moment that was very, very precious. And as I said, I really do believe that sensitive people do have a lot of light in them as well. 
So being an empath can be your superpower when it's channeled in a healthy way. It really can be your inner light, that sun that does shine within you. And as I told my daughter, her sensitivity is a special gift. It's like this extra antenna that lets her sense things often before others can. So empaths are often highly intuitive. They're naturally tapped into the subtle cues. They'll be reading facial expressions. They'll read a room very quickly. They'll feel the energy of something. They can pick up on an environment or a person very, very quickly. Sadly, many empaths, particularly from the previous generation, have been accused of being too sensitive, too soft, too emotional. You're overly emotional. You're all of these kind of criticisms for feeling things deeply. And that's often because they are misunderstood or have been misunderstood. So there are also downsides to being an empath. So when you feel others' pain, you can be easily drained and fatigued by certain people or situations or places or even being online in certain groups or forums can be very, very tiring and sometimes overwhelming. And as I said, certain sensory experiences can feel overwhelming, leading you to need to retract and to recover. Often empaths need to kind of pull back and isolate themselves, which, you know, has sometimes down, you know, downside effects where they do feel different or alone or isolated because they can't maybe hold as much external energy as other people. So how does an empath or anyone for that matter, protect their precious energy because our energy is one of our greatest assets and it is something that can get distorted or it can get out of balance by things going on around it. So here are five ways that empaths or others can protect their energy. So just before I start, I I just wanted to share with you that when my daughter was feeling that feeling of overwhelmed by all the people and feelings at this festival, we did visit this beautiful energy healer from the Life Center who was at the festival. She was uh, a fellow empath, as she said. Her name's Diane and she works with children and she showed my daughter how to protect her energy. And again, there was a beautiful synchronistic moment about how she shared that. So the first point I wanted to share is what Diane showed us to do together with my daughter. So she said to take a few deep breaths and just imagine a big golden sun. There's the sun again, or a white light above your head, and just feel that warmth moving through your body, through your arms, down through your legs, and right into the ground. So it's anchoring you into the earth. And this is just a really simple anchoring practice to anchor down your energy that can work for children or adults alike. So the second point to really protect your energy is practice setting boundaries. So this is super important for us to protect ourselves. So limit the time with people who energetically drain or fatigue you. I know that's sometimes hard when they're really close to you. Learn to say no to things that don't feel aligned or dysregulate your nervous system. So it's again setting boundaries on those things and it might include limiting time on social media, on forums, on groups, on social events that do that. So it's it's actually practicing the power of saying no or not right now. Number three is to create a protection ritual before entering into certain 
stimulating situations online or offline. So visualize a clear bell jar protecting your whole body. Visualization is a really powerful tool to use um, when protecting energy. And we can, you know, when you are actually interacting with others, you're just imagining that bell jar protecting your own emotions and your own feelings and also shielding you from other people's big emotions or words or whatever that is that's coming in towards your field so just picture that bell jar number four is to take regular breaks so empaths do need alone time we all need alone time we need the time to process and recover from feeling the world in such a strong way so take time out in nature meditate or rest in a space that feels nourishing for you that's a really important one for you to top up your energy and rebalance it. Number five is practice techniques that help you regulate your nervous system. So this could include the deep diaphragmatic breathing, moving you out of that sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic rest and digest system. Walking barefoot on the grass is a really beautiful grounding technique, doing yoga or cold showers. You might also have some little ritual that involves a holding on to a crystal which is a nice reminder there's certain crystals that can help you feel more grounded and pr protective so that's another idea you can use so those are some of the ways that you can help then help you that can help you to protect your energy and you just want might want to note if you are a parent of an empath, just be aware of circumstances that may feel completely normal to you, but are emotionally overwhelming for your child. And just consider how you could make adjustments to turn down the level of emotional stimulation for them. Often having that one-on-one -on -one time with your child in a relaxed, quiet place is a wonderful way to co-regulate. So yeah, I would love to hear from you. Are you an empath or maybe you know you are or maybe just listening to this podcast you're starting to question perhaps I am an empath. Do you just feel things deeply? I'd love to hear how this resonates for you and also do you have any practices or rituals that you do to protect your precious energy? Thanks for tuning in and I hope that you can go out into the world and shine your beautiful light with your energy on full beam and I look forward to seeing you soon.